aiming it toward where a tumor might be, like very obviously rudimentary stuff. And you have to make a pew, 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 pew sound the whole time. That was kind of one of the roles of the technician at the time. That's right. Uh, and you should have seen the audition tapes. <laughs> Some people That's had great. zero rhythm. It'd be like, pew, pew. Like, sorry, pew. you're well qualified. Pew. but <laughs> uh, So uh, Curie, actually, she died um, in 1934 from aplastic anemia, which is a bone marrow disorder mm-hmm. caused by radiation exposure. So they knew that it was dangerous. and uh, But it was still, like like you said, it was in the, you know, it was known as a cure for the living dead in that Radithor water. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, basically used for everything from gout to fatigue. And it was just one of those crazy times in American history where now we look back and we're like, this is just nuts. But back then, they didn't know. Well, so there were two tacks from what I could tell. There was the beginnings of um, academic scholarship, and both of the Curies had some sort of suspicion. And there was this idea that there was— easily you could be exposed to too much. You didn't want to have too much radium, but a little bit was good for you. But then there was also this academic tack that was like, no, this stuff might not be good at all. Like, we should really be careful with this. But the popular... The popular idea of it yeah, that you yeah. would read in the newspapers or, you know, maybe even what your doctor thought about it um, all came from radium research that was almost exclusively underwritten and in a lot of cases carried out by companies that made their money off of radium. Like they were just touting this stuff as a, an amazing wonder element, basically. Um, and and so there was like almost these two uh, overlapping worlds that weren't connected at the time in our understanding of radium in like the 19-teens and 1920s. Right. So one of the other kind of cool and interesting things about radium is that it can make things glow in the dark. Mm-hmm. And glow in the dark is very sort of like, who cares now? It's still kind of fun. But in the 1920s, glow in the dark was a very big deal. It was basically the future and kind of space age. And if you had a glow in the dark watch or a glow in the uh, dark clock, Mm -hmm. then you felt pretty cool, basically, because you could see that thing in the dark. And so, of course, these companies wanted to start painting watch faces and clocks with radium. And they got young women and sometimes even girls as young as like 14 years old to do this stuff. Yeah. I think the first company, at first they were working on um, military clocks and military dials, like you might put in an airplane or something. And the first uh, company, I think, that was established to do this was United States Radium back in 1916 in New Jersey, Orange, New Jersey, I think. And like you said, they hired young girls, very, very young girls. Um, I think the oldest one I saw by far was 28. But for the most part, they were in their teens to early, early 20s. And this was like a really big deal job, like that was very highly paying. Uh, I think they were in the the women who painted uh, radium uh, or watch dials with radium paint were in the top 5% of earners in America at the time. And this is a factory job. Yeah. And then also it was prestigious too from what I saw. Yeah, the movies and, you know... God, I don't know if it's accurate or not. I'm, I'm going to say what the movie said. The movie said that they were paid a, a penny per face, mm-hmm. and a high earner could crank out 200 a day, so that's about two, $2 a day. Okay. So but that's like a million dollars today, I think. That's also what the movie said. 
Well, a million dollars, <laughs> double that. <laughs> and that's about what a gram of radium cost. Uh, yeah. In today's dollars, that is. I think it was like 100 grand a gram yeah. in the 1920s for a gram of radium. So they were they were they were themselves highly paid, but they also um, were working with what was at the time the most expensive material on earth, um, and it makes sense that it would be so expensive. Like radium is really rare; it's super radioactive, but it's really um, it occurs in very small amounts, which kind of lets you realize how radioactive it is. That you know, it's a daughter isotope of uranium, whereas uranium decays. One of the things that it becomes is is radium. Um, and in uranium ore, I think the Curies, when they first um, discovered radium, they, they, they found that after they took uranium out of this ore, pitchblende, which we talked about in the uranium mining episode, that the pitchblende was still radioactive. So, like, what else is in here? And out of 10 tons of uranium ore, they managed to extract one milligram so it would make sense, especially at the time, that it would cost a couple million dollars for a single gram of that stuff. Yeah, and so these girls and young women were, uh, this stuff was getting in their hair, it was getting 